In a world where people are losing their minds, who will be the voice of sanity, of logic, of rationale, of morality, and truth? This podcast is looking for like-minded people to stand up to the insane and be real. The Recovery Atheist Podcast is calling you to step forward and be counted. Welcome to the Voice of Change. Welcome to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. Well, hello, everybody out there in Podcast Nation. This is the Recovery Atheist coming to you uh, from the step-down house back in St. Louis Park. It's been a long time, hasn't it? It's been a journey. Been in and out of treatments. Can't seem to get myself straight. This way around, it seems that it's different. Uh, It feels different. Um, I'm in a lot better place with my mental stability Um, in the last situation that happened was to say um, surprising it was not what I expected Um, so I decided to come on here do another podcast give you a little bit of an update um, where I'm at right now and how things are going so the last time I touched base with you, I was living in a home in St. Paul. Um, at that time, everything was going well. Um, wasn't having any issues at that time. But it wasn't long after that that I ran into a little hiccup. Um, I moved out November 1st out of where I'm at right now, the sober house I'm living in right now. I moved out of here and moved in with a roommate in St. Paul. And everything looked like it was going well. I was working at J.C. Penney's, uh, doing the, the HR manager position there. Um, everything seemed to be going good. Um, one day I decided to get up uh, and go to the bathroom uh, on a day off and went into the bathroom and there it was in my roommate's bathroom, a meth pipe on the sink. Um, that obviously upset me. It also triggered me. I thought I had put myself in a position to where I was safe, that I wouldn't have to deal with that, and here I am dealing with it. Um, As time went on, I got frustrated with that, got frustrated with the job situation. The more it got closer to the holiday season, the more busier it got, and the more the customers were being very rude. Um, I was dealing with the stress, I wasn't taking my medications like I should. And eventually, as time went on, I started losing my mental health status. Started drinking. Um, And when I started drinking, that was all I was going to do. In fact, I drank a couple days, and then I would stop for a few, and then drink a couple more, and then stop for a few. Um, Went in for Black Friday. um, Had an issue with a customer uh, where the customer threw some stuff at me. I pretty much told them that they can fuck off and fuck this place and I went and grabbed my stuff, punched out and went home. When I went home, um, I ended up asking to hit the pipe and I did. I did for about three days and pretty much destroyed everything. I couldn't come up with the money to finish paying off rent. Um, The roommate I was with ended up attacking me because of it, uh, physically. 
um, even to the point of fate stabbing me, like she had something in her hand to stab me. Cops ended up coming. Um, I ended up packing up my stuff. I went over to my friend's errand house and I went back into treatment. So that's where I ended up having to go back into treatment. Now, this time going into treatment felt a little different. Um, I was pretty ashamed of having to where I made it only a month and here I am back in treatment. Um, I thought I was better than that. I thought I could do better than that. Obviously, I was wrong. So, here I am back in treatment, back in the same bed I was sleeping in the first, the last time I was in treatment. Um, happened to hear the same thing again, 40 hours of groups every week. It was, it was a chore. Um, it was not easy by any means. Um, it was a starting over, which is what I'm doing. I happened to start over. Um, got through it okay. Um, did the work I needed to do. Made some changes. Uh, got some changes in my medications, which have helped big time. Um, and eventually was graduated, and here I am back at the step-down house where I was at before in the same bed with the same roommate um, in a better place. Um, when I decided to do this, um, did I think it was going to be something that I was going to... I, I guess I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how this was going to end up or where it was going to go, but here I am. Um, this time with my eyes wide open to why I am the person I am and why I'm doing the things I do, including self-sabotage. Um, I've always said on here that I want to be real, I want to be authentic with everybody, I want everyone to know why I am the way I am. So this is what some of the plans of what I have to do is. Um, obviously, um, one of my last episodes said I was leaving AA. I'm going to be doing NA instead in a little ACA, which is adult children of uh, alcoholic families or dysfunctional families. Um, I'm also doing the podcast as well to help. I'm also going to be getting out and doing things with sober friends of mine and not isolating as much as I, I usually do. I need to be able to get out. Now, right now, it's kind of hard with COVID ramped back up again. I also live in Minnesota in January. Uh, it's very cold. Not a lot to do outside. You stay inside a lot of the time. Uh, but I'm doing what I need to do. They want me to work a part-time job, you know, 15, 20 hours a week to start just to get myself back into to working, but still have focus on my recovery. Um, I applied as a recovery advocate technician at a sober living home, and I had my first interview. They're calling me back in for my second interview. It sounds good that I have a good shot, which I'm excited about. I'm excited about working back in a treatment facility, about trying to help others who are going through what I'm going through as well, um, to understand why they're in their addiction and help them get through recovery. They'll be helping me as much as I'm helping them. So that's kind of where I'm at today. Um, doing the best I can to try to stay positive, stay focused, 
playing a lot of video games um, <laughs> and obviously hoping to do more of this podcast. Now, what I want to talk about is the feeling of defeat. Um, what what are you able to do when you're defeated? Um, obviously, this time around, that's exactly what I felt. I felt defeated. I felt like that this was never going to change. Now, I don't necessarily believe that. Now, I believe things can change and will get better. But at the time, it felt like nothing I could do was going to change. I, I'm an alcoholic, and this is the way it's always going to be. And here I am tucking my tail between my legs again, and I'm heading back to treatment. It was upsetting. It was disappointing. It felt like my life was coming to an end again. And I don't know about you, but if you've gone through these situations like I have, it, it, it's getting really tiring to have to go through this over and over and over again. Sitting in a group, hearing things in group that you know what they're going to say and what you need to do, but you just haven't done it. Defeat is hard to get back up from. It just is. It's a hard thing to do. When we get knocked down, we're not... A lot of times we're not expecting for it to happen, for one. It feels like the rug's being pulled out. Two, we don't necessarily know what the answers are to try to help ourselves get back up again. So the biggest thing we have to do in that is we have to be able to humble ourselves and be able to ask for help. Can we ask for help? If we can ask for help, then we've got a shot. That's half of it right there that we need to do. The other thing has to do with our mental health. Our mental health is very important to whether or not we're going to recover. Um, when I look at a pyramid, list of what we need to do and with the bottom level of the pyramid being our foundation that would be our mental health that would be our therapy that would be our mental health medications that we're taking and then everything goes up from there without that as a foundation it is very hard for us to be able to move forward in recovery and to achieve recovery so what can we do in those situations well the number one thing is, is we need to talk about it that's a huge thing that right now more and more people, whether it be on social media, whether it be through celebrities, whether it be on TV, whatever it is, is saying more and more, they're becoming more aware that mental health is very important in our lives. We need to be able to acknowledge that there is a mental health disorder there and ask for help for it. Um, now, not everyone is bipolar one like I am not everyone is schizophrenic or but if you are dealing with some sort of mental health dysfunction it is something that I would push you into looking at is trying to get help for it now whatever help that's going to be who knows therapy is always a big one medications are big Therapy for me is huge. Being able to sit down and get out my thoughts about what is going on in my life and those thoughts that are in my head, that being able to tell somebody else about it and get their thoughts on it, that I'm not crazy when I'm having certain thoughts, 
that's that's amazing. That allows me to be able to look at it, focus on it, and be able to make the changes and decisions I need to make. So I would suggest therapy is an important factor in your recovery. Um, for me, I'm going to be in sober living for a while. Um, I'm not going to be able to live on my own for a while. Um, I need to have sober living involved to be able to stay sober and to be able to have the life that I want. Other news, um, I am a father now. I have a five-month-old son. Um, did the testing for it. It came back 99.99% mine. So that's another thing to throw into the mix that I have to learn how to manage and deal with is now I have a son. He lives couple hours away so I haven't met him yet and it's gonna be real hard to see him all the time especially when I'm going through recovery right now but as of right now I need to focus on my recovery and what I need to do for that the son that I have will not have his daddy in his life if it isn't for me doing the right things in my recovery so there's lots of stuff that's going on in my life it's, it's a very busy busy world that we live in and that's where I'm at today, trying to get through these uh, things that are in my life to make the right decisions and to live life right in recovery, live life on life's terms, take it day by day with what is presented to me. Um, you know, this podcast has been something that I have worked on for a long time, and I want to continue to work on it, continue to grow it. I want to say thank you to all the loyal fans out there who have continued to download me, continued to listen to me, and have been patiently waiting for me to get this back up and running again. And, you know, at this time, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to hit this podcast hard. I'm going to come up with some topics to discuss. I'm going to come up with some ideas uh, of things that you would be interested in hearing. If you have anything that you're wanting, uh, to hear from me or any topics at all, you can email me at therecoveryatheist at gmail.com and I'll be able to go through it and find out what I can do for you. Um, I'm definitely wanting to get involved again with Casey Murdoch with his cannabis uh, program that he has in his church, Cannabis Church. Um, I'm still in the process of getting my medical uh, cannabis card. Um, I still feel it's something that I need in my life for my mental health and anxiety and PTSD. So I'm a huge uh, advocate for that. But uh, there's other subjects I want to go into. There's other ideas I want to go into. And I still want to get back into why this podcast was started in the first place, which was you know, how do we live in recovery if we don't believe in a higher power or God? I still do not believe in a higher power. I'm still an atheist. That is not going to change. How can you get through recovery when people all around you are trying to tell you that you have to have a higher power? Now, they'll sit there and say you don't have to have God as a higher power. You can have anything. It can be the recovery program, the AA group, the NA group. You're still putting your power into the control of somebody else who's human and who is who is valuable, who, who can make mistakes. I, I don't believe in doing that. I, I'd rather put my faith into me. And yes, I said the word faith. 
I have faith that I don't have to take another drink again, that I can stay sober, but that faith is having faith in me that I can stay strong to do the right things to stay sober. I'm not going to put my faith in other people, because every time I've done that, I've been let down. So I have to be able to find other ways to be able to do it, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are listening to me right now that feel the same way. So how do we get that faith in ourselves? Well, for one is we need to set up a structure. We need to have a structured life. We need to have things that we are doing on a structured basis um, consistently, whether it be working out, whether it be meditation, whether it be hooking up with friends for a board game night, uh, whether or not it be a movie night with a special friend, uh, making sure you're going to meetings if that's what you want to do. Um, making sure that you have things in your recovery to keep yourself motivated and pushing forward in your recovery. If you can't do that, then you're just going to isolate and you're going to get back into your thoughts. You're not going to talk to anybody about it and you'll be back out there using it. So, that is very important for us to be able to find structure within it and have faith that we're strong enough in ourselves to be able to continue in that structure. That's been my problem this entire time, is I've gone all willy-nilly with everything and haven't had structure, just been impulsive. And when I'm impulsive, that's when everything goes out the window. You cannot be impulsive with this. You have to have a regulated, regular schedule for things that you're trying to do. And the thing is, is the stuff that you'll do is, is going to be fun stuff. It's going to be fun stuff that you can do in sobriety. It's not like this is hardship. This is stuff that you can structure in your life that you really enjoy doing. So that's what I would suggest when it comes to that. Um, make friends. Find good sober friends to be able to hang out with, to talk to. That's what I'm doing. Um, you've got to reach out. You've got to be able to reach out and make new friends, meet new people, people that will support you and be there to where maybe you can get some more faith back into society. Like right now for me, I don't have a lot of faith in people. It's just the honest truth. I don't have a lot of faith in people. And it's not that I'm fully untrusting. I trust my parents. There's certain people I trust. But trust is a very hard thing for me. And I have to be able to reach out, take a step into the unknown, and find people that I can trust and want to be around. If I'm able to do that, then I'll be able to continue on with my recovery focus and be able to move forward. Um, it's one of those things where you just try and try and try. And eventually it is going to work. Eventually it will set itself up and be able to knock the dominoes down. It's a domino effect. You just you gotta just start. You've gotta get started. You've gotta motivate yourself to get moving forward. That's what I'm doing today. I am motivated to move my life forward and to have the things in my life that I've wanted, that alcohol and drugs have taken from me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. I'm tired of alcohol and drugs taking everything away from me. 
I want things in my life that I can call mine. Every single time I build it up to where I get to have those things, what happens? The alcohol and the drugs get involved and it's out the, out the window. I can't do that anymore. I will not put myself in that position again. It's time for Dell. It's time for you. It's time for you to have the things in your life that you've always wanted. And I'm here to back you on. I'm in your corner. I'm here to help you through that any way I can. So what do you want out of life today? You want to continue to live a life of pain, of misery, of disappointment, of defeat? Or do you want to have a life that's different, a life of victory, a life that in your eyes is absolutely wonderful, a life of, of fascinating, interesting, beautiful things that you can have in your life? That's what I'm hoping for you. That's what I'm hoping you get out of your recovery. That is what I'm hoping for myself to get. So, again, as I said before, I'm going to be doing a lot more of these. They'll usually be between 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Little, uh, I'm going to try to cut them down in time uh, to more of updates and check-ins to where I can get some more out there. Um, pretty much uh, an idea of a podcast about uh, what I'm going through in my life and how you could possibly apply it to your life. Remember, you can find me on all different types of platforms, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, I mean, everything, Amazon, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find me on my YouTube channel. Um, the podcasts I have right now will not be uh, done in video until I can get a Chromebook back again, and then I'll have my video all set up again. But as of right now, it's going to be through uh just the audio part of the podcast, but I'm interested in hearing from you. I'm interested in knowing what other topics, maybe other things that you're struggling with that you would like to talk about, and I'm just very excited to get back to work, and I'm hoping that you get to come along for the ride and uh, enjoy recovery the way that I get to enjoy. I love all of you. It's been a great time. Uh, like I said, I'll be back shortly with another one. I hope you enjoyed this one. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. It's now up to you. What will you do with what you've heard? How will you use it? I challenge you not to stay silent. Silent.